Hello. Hello. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Aaron And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. I thought I was going to sneeze right before that, before we started recording, but it didn't yeah. happen, so... I'm all I'm all goofy right now. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Who would have predicted? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. We're, we're gonna, gonna have making... so many bad puns, right? Is that what you're yeah. gonna say? Yeah, I knew it's... that's what you were gonna say. <gasps> oh bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys! This episode we're gonna be talking so much shit. Um, it's gonna be real, real wild. Um, yeah. Um, but before we get into it, do we have mm-hmm. any business? Um, do you just want to show off your merch? Yeah. Oh my god, suck yeah. Okay. Um, this mug being featured, I'm gonna do it like an infomercial. Okay. You, okay. Like a QVC. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Okay. I just want you to take notice of how um comfortable the handle is on our favorite things mug Aaron showing you it's weightless the only thing that you have to keep up with is the contents of it and you know what that's gonna go away if it's tasty oh yes she just drew our attention to the buttholes heart with the arrow through it that is designed by close call studio um exclusively for the DTFU podcast and if you'll also note oh she's turning it side to side there is so much to look at and enjoy here. Doesn't it just feel comfortable in your hand? This is a a nice feel, like hand feel. Yeah. Uh, I could fit all four fingers and my thumb oh. on top of the handle. It's perfect. It's the perfect handle. This is what my dad is always talking about when he picks up a mug. Yes. He's always like, yes, this is Handles. A good, Good handle. It handles Solid well. Handle. It handles well. So. And I would just like to say it just complements your vibe so well. It just, oh my goodness, your complexion with that mug, gorgeous, absolutely stunning. Um, it's very French. It's very sidewalk cafe. It's a moment. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I feel very cozy drinking out of it. Oh. It For says the, herf on it also. It says herf and buttholes. And there's an Illuminati triangle with an eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, a jar of potion. Oh, that's a beer can. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's a beer can. Or a jar yeah. of potion, I guess, depending uh, okay. yeah, on if yeah, you yeah. are uh, uh, if you are, enjoy an adult beverage or not. Maybe it's mead. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's a nice kombucha. Maybe it's a canned kombucha. Oh, what a treat. And then there's also a centipede on it. So yes, for a creepy crawly kind of vibe. Also, love it, um, love it. for those of you listening, we are describing in detail our favorite things mug, which is available exclusively at DTFUpodcast.com. So please, um, it is not limited edition. Nope. <laughs> you can buy as many as you'd like, but it's they are selling sh- out quickly. Yeah. They're selling out they're shipping out they're shipping out quick they're printing and shipping out quickly so you'll want to get yours as soon as possible absolutely highly recommend (laughs) love Um, the love the hand feel of this mug yeah it handles well (laughs) oh we have a patreon it's very very fun Um, oh hell yeah fucking x clue um we have a discord Mm. and you know you didn't think we had that We're know. so young and cool. We're, we are young. We're hip. We got the yeah. Discord. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's so much fun. Honestly, it's I really check fun. it so much. I'm in Discord all day. 
I don't Me know too. if anyone knows that, but I'm popping in and out, I'm popping in and out. I'm in other discords. I'm just fucking chatting it up. Mm. Um, it's yeah, great. Pr- promoting our podcast and other discords and shit. So I'm posting pics of my, and videos of my cats. Mm-hmm. Your nasty, dirty cat that was all sooty. Stupid idiot, Tommy. Oh, my God. He's an alley cat. So he has like a he has like a different view on life, I think. Um and he gets scared easily, so he hides yeah. in the place. He's skittish, yeah. Yeah. So if he hears a voice he doesn't know, like if somebody comes in our house where he's just like, who the fuck is that? He'll hide. In the fireplace. And he chose to hide in the <laughs> fireplace this past week, so super <laughs> oh, cool okay. for Is that me. your fucked up of the week, or do you have something else? Mm, yeah, I guess that's my fucked up of the week. Just, mm. you know, cats hiding in the fireplace and then tromping all through your clean house. Ugh. No, thank you know, you. You, you just you just mop the floor and it's like, here comes this. Here comes the boy, the sooty yeah. boy. Oh, my God. Here comes the, the boy. 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 <laughs> I like that version of it. Oh my God. Uh, I like let's hear it for the boys. Yeah. So Unrelated. I, but cool. Yeah. So this this stupid idiot fucking cat. He's just. Had soot all over him, and he's just <laughs> filthy. I've never heard that version. Oh, I'll send it to you. It's like okay. a witch version. It's like oh, that's cool. Boy, <laughs> here he comes. There he goes. It's really oh, that's funny. good. <laughs> really oh, good. yeah, you're like a Sanderson sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, my fucked up of the week. I have so many to choose from, but I'm gonna pick this because. Well, I'll just say I'm having to wear my retainers full time for like two oh, weeks because no. like my shit's moving, like my jaw's moving from my sleep apnea device. It's shitty. Anyway, oh no. So, but I'm not wearing the bottom right now because then I can barely talk. Um, but my fucked up thing of the week is we went on like a quick little road trip. And uh, it was kind of long and we had to stay in a hotel one night to break it up. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And so the key card wasn't working like we had to be let into our rooms like the machine wasn't working for days. These poor people. And then and then we get to our destination and we stay in a hotel again. Different hotel, obviously different town. And. Basically, what I want to tell everyone is um, everywhere is understaffed. And just like yeah. keep that in mind if you're planning on going somewhere, because like we were staying in like mid tier hotels. Oh, uh, I yeah. feel like if we were in a luxury situation, maybe it would have been different, but that's not how we mm-hmm. travel. And so we are just like in a regular old hotel. And um, the one we stayed at when we were at our destination the next morning, I woke up and I didn't look at both pillows before I went to bed. And I woke up and in the middle of the night, I had moved the top pillow. And first of all, they smelled weird. I know it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. I just want to let everyone know that's listening. I'm backing away from Yeah, she's backing away. She's computer. taking a very large sip of her drink. She's getting mentally prepared. Um, I woke up the next morning and yeah, the pillow smelled weird. I don't think this has anything to do with it, but it just like added to the ick factor. I looked on my pillow and there's a blood stain. Oh, Christ. I was not bleeding. It was not my blood. It was not my blood stain. Uh, It wasn't. It was. I want to say sizable, but it wasn't like a crime scene or anything. It was like a dime. That's, Someone had like picked a, up their face or something and went to bed. And then I don't think they changed it because it was oh. like 
I don't know. You know, they put so much bleach and stuff when they like wash the sheets and stuff. I feel like it would at least have removed some coloring. It was like a nice dark brown, reddish dark brown. So Pete, bless his heart, we were like going out for the day and he, I was like, I can't even explain this to the front desk without gagging. You, can you take it to them (laughs) and ask them if they could please like just service our room. So we come back later that night and I had like left wet towels on the bed because I'm like, well, if they're coming anyway, like we'll get fresh towels, blah, blah, come back. Wet towels are still there. No one's no. come in. And Pete went downstairs and they were like, just to get a new pillowcase. Like, obviously, we weren't going to get it. We were so tired. We were needed to go to bed. And um, and so I'm like, I just can you please just give me a new pillowcase? And that's fine. And so we went downstairs and. I think he just got me a whole new pillow and he came back and he's like yeah they said I, we're so sorry three of our maids didn't come to work today oh man no one was working this hotel like the whole time we were there it was so hard to like get a hold of anybody it was so hard to get anything like Dude, it was brutal everybody still has covid okay like everybody it's still a thing and like you know like people just don't want to work for minimum wage or whatever like people do not want to be cleaning up other people's messes for minimum wage blood yeah i'm not blood no blood yeah Yeah, no like i totally understand and we were cool about it like we were chill whatever like i understand totally yeah people like yeah it's just so brutal so Oh, that was my that's like my little bit of a warning right now. Like if you're planning on going to vaca- on vacation, one, have lots of patience for the people working there because they are fucking yes. exhausted. Always. Three always. people didn't come into work always, but especially even right in the, now. Even in the best of times, always have yeah. grace and, and, you know, patience. Yeah. For for anybody who's working in service. Have a little more right now, I guess have, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. lower your expectations on what the situation is going to be. Is it going to be perfectly clean? Probably not. Like, is everything going to be running smoothly? No. It, there's no way it can. Everyone's understaffed. Let me so, just pull out my uh, my life motto. Uh, manage your expectations and you'll never be disappointed. Yeah. Wait, I heard... That there's a really good saying I've heard a few times recently, I think on Armchair Expert, uh, maybe, and it's something about oh, mm-hmm. expectations are future resentments. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I was like, oh. That's a really better way of, of saying my motto. Because <laughs> mine's it's like pretty. It's more pointed. It's, it's more pointed and it's more... Um, graceful I think mm. um mine is like more cynical maybe but What's yours again manage your expectations and you'll never be disappointed yeah that well I think that speaks to you and your feelings about it but I think mm-hmm. um I think expectations are future regrets is how people like hold on oh yeah our future resentments is how yeah. as how you view others yes in, in terms of you yeah both are very good. Both yeah. levels set for you and both levels set for probably people who deal with those things differently. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine is like all in my in my on me. You know what I mean? Like right. my my saying is to do with your your individual like. Right. You know, going expectations. Through life. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Generally like an internal solipsistic kind of yeah uh, vibe <laughs> the other one's more like outward yeah more external yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which i like because i tend to 
position things that way. Like I tend yeah. to feel let down when it's like not personal to me. Gotcha. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then no, that that's, harbors resentment. That's so good. It's it's, like, it's it's like this. It's, it's like the you know same same vibes, but yeah, same vibes, but just how you look at it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love, love well, that. love both. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, I don't have a great segue for this week, but I did want to bring this up because it is a way to plug our Patreon. Mm. Okay, so I was on YouTube and uh, as one is, and normally it's all makeup videos. Sometimes I get some weird shit, though, and it's like all makeup and drag queen videos. Mm -hmm. And but one day I got a video recommended to me and it was um, some guy whose name was Tyler Henry and he was like it was said that he was <laughs> it was said it was said that he was um a celebrity medium and i'm not going to call him that cuz it was said he was one and a um, self-styled <laughs> yeah he was a self-proclaimed celebrity medium the celebrity part and the medium part both who's to say um <laughs> anyway is it a d-list celebrity still a celebrity right yeah yeah what constitutes a celebrity someone knows his name but it's like he sounds more like a president than a medium i would say (laughs) yeah you know like tyler henry 12th president of the united states that's true that's true um but he was in conversation with one melissa joan hart we Uh know her as sabrina the teenage witch Mm -hmm. and i was like you put any MJH content in front of me. I for a second <laughs> in my head, I'm like, yeah, Melissa Joan Hart. But then I was also thinking Sabrina the Teenage Wish. I'm like, that's not the right acronym. But anyway, <laughs> um, you put any Melissa Joan Hart content in front of me. I'm watching it. I'm yeah. sorry. I love her. I I watch TJF every Clarissa Friday. Clarissa explains it all. Clarissa. Oh, I mean, you want to take nah, it? Oh, nah, nah, nah. Her little brother Ferguson. Everyone wanted a brother like that. Just to hi, Sam. <laughs> if you're not a millennial, I'm sorry. Yeah, you might not get older that millennial even because we were young when that came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I watched it. It was questionable, but anyway, and and we are we're not doing our episode on Tyler Henry, but we are going to talk about this video and more about him behind the paywall just because (laughs) i think it's gonna get maybe borderline problematic anyway um so check that out uh when and if you'd like uh it'll be a bonus episode at some point but Mm -hmm. um it did get us discussing when we were having our meeting this week how police use psychics and how that's like a fucked up weird thing that just like is. And we were like, no, 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 no. We got to talk about this. So that's how we arrived at the topic. I mean, (laughs) you've seen it in movies. You've you've read it in books. One of my friends wrote a book about a medium (gasps) uh, working with law enforcement. What? Wait, yeah. do you want to plug it? Yeah, my friend Rahaf. Oh, uh, her she, latest book, the novel yeah. that she wrote? Yeah, my <gasps> friend Rahaf. She's like a she's a, an author. She writes about yeah. like um like hustle culture and how it's like really horrible and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um she's like brilliant, but she also wrote a fiction novel uh called I think it's called The Knowing and yeah. it's under her pen name Hannah Noble. It's very good. It's on Amazon. You could buy it. Um 
And it's about like a psychic working with a detective to solve murders. So this is like in pop culture. This is like a total trope. Yes, that's a fantasy. P.S. It's a fantasy. Yeah, (laughs) it's a fictional um, book. Yeah, but it's it's a super fun book. Highly recommend. But uh, in real life, psychics or mediums have quote unquote helped law enforcement forever. It's always been a thing. I think when I say forever, I mean for as long as police have been a thing, psychics trying to help help them have been a thing. And when I say helped, I mean so-called psychics most of the time ain't helping anybody but themselves. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to talk about that specifically. (laughs) Uh, Like are mediums real? Are they not? We don't know. We can't say. I think maybe there's some people that are very intuitive out there, but there's Mm. also some really like um, misguided people who are out there trying to like insert themselves into you know police work it's just like just become a a detective if that's yeah well I feel like I can say and I will say no like (laughs) (laughs) well it's I mean if you want to believe in that that's on you that's it's like a faith thing I think if you want to believe that there's someone out there that can like connect you with a deceased loved one Mm -hmm. fine you know that's uh that's on you do i think that there are people that hold these answers like no i don't it's the same like it's the same thing that we run into with like religious stuff you know like that's why you have to have faith because all of this is really underproven like always and forever like sometimes there's coincidences and that's about it you know what i mean yeah totally i mean you know there's there's definitely like people out there who are more shrewd about it than others. Mm. And then there's just some people who are full on pieces of shit about yeah. it and taking well, advantage. And that's what it is. It's exploitation yeah. of people mm-hmm. who are feeling very sad and alone and desperate to maybe reach loved ones who have passed or whatever. And that or or find a missing person or whatever like closure yeah they're desperate and emotional Um, and it's fucking rude so there's not a lot of documentation of uh psychics being involved with law enforcement because it's always been an unofficial thing Mm. because usually it makes everyone look bad um there's no like psychic budget in the police budget (laughs) no um and typically like psychics are going directly to the families or families are reaching out directly to sure like a, a known psychic um and while police departments claim they don't seek out or use psychics to solve crimes, they do have to follow up on credible tips. Uh, if police don't refute this theory, then, quote, many in the public continue to believe that psychics are secretly employed by law enforcement, according to just, you know, all the all the data, all the yeah. like public opinion, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, if, if somebody's like, why didn't you listen to this this person who had some information like any information it's like they're gonna they're gonna take a tip um and that seems oh. and that's the thing that's what's so that's nebulous oh. about it so what if uh, but like if you're like when you call with a hot tip and they're like okay and like can I get your name and like what do you do for a living and the person's like I'm a medium 
should you have to take that tip? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they're like being that specific, but it's like yeah. if it's if it's close enough, if they're like coming in with enough information that is, you know, close enough to right some of the details that the police know, then they're going to be like, OK, let's put this in the because there's like people call in all the time with shit that's just like yeah. out of control. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then people call in where it's like, OK, maybe this is a lead. Maybe we need to like go into this. So. Anyway, it's yeah, it's hard to say. But then if the police say they don't use psychics, then the psychics claim that police don't want to, quote, share the credit and they're just covering <laughs> up. So it's just like this thing where, yeah, you don't want to like if you're a detective, like that's your job, you know, that's your only job. And yeah. if you are trying, if you can't crack the case, if you can't like figure out something, then you're not doing your job right. And you would be super embarrassed if anybody found out that you had to, like, contact a psychic, too. It's a lot of ego. It's a lot of weird, you know. But at the same time, it's like anything, just anything will help. So, Hmm. yeah, it's just like there's – who's to say? We don't have an exact – you know, percentage or real narrowed down number of how many – law enforcement agencies or you know over time how many mediums have helped crack a case because a a police officer is not going to say like they're not going to admit to using the help of a psychic usually unless it's a crazy situation but I there's really not been very many documented cases of those so the ones that have been documented are where they get led on wild goose chases so yeah well and I also think like if a if a psychic or medium called in and was like here's your answer and it like actually turned out to be the case like randomly like that would make it I think the reason we don't see any of those is that because that doesn't happen well and often yeah it's like a lot of people are finding information about the victim, you know, especially yeah. in this this day and age where it's like a lot of stuff is on the internet. Like if right. if I went missing, there would be There's a huge digital footprint that you've left behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that anyone could mine. I mean, there's hours. There's literally How many episodes? 280. There's like over 280 hours of us talking about our personal lives and Mm -hmm. other things. There's so if anybody claims to be a psychic saying they know my whereabouts and like being like Aaron loves buttholes or something. They'd be like (laughs) she's in a butthole. Yeah. (laughs) Like don't. And she's alive. Don't listen. Yeah. Don't listen to that psychic. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. She's in the butthole of America. Yeah. Kansas. No, I don't know. I don't know the butthole of America. Um, I don't think I've ever been to Kansas. Okay. I do want to say, so it's, okay, you're saying like there haven't been like a lot of studies where um, cops have like admitted that psychics have helped them crack a case or whatever. I think there have been. I'm not saying studies. I'm saying like. Oh, oh, oh. Where it's like Like, it's reported that a psychic worked on this case in tandem with the law enforcement. I see. I see. I see. So we don't have those numbers or success rate, I should say. Yeah. Well, there are. There have been reports done by the National Criminal Justice Reference Service. Um, The. The report I found is pretty old, though. So like, you know, and it had some numbers. They weren't good. Mm -mm. Um, 
but this this is I just wanted to read this annotation. It's a five page report. It's called Psychics and Police Work. And there was just this like annotation. I didn't look at the actual report because you have to like, you know, it's behind a, a it's like government or whatever. I, I couldn't. There's no report. It was just like the description of the report. Oh, I read a CIA report about it. Oh, you did? Yeah, there's a oh. Freedom of, of Information uh, like website you could go to and oh. they, like, have it on there. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Okay, well, this one was – I couldn't look at it, but this was the annotation about it. The usefulness of psychics in police investigations is controversial, but psychics have long been and will undoubtedly continue to be <laughs> involved in unsolved criminal investigations. <laughs> and I thought that was the shadiest – I like think flies on shit. <laughs> they will continue to be there. Also, uh, we can't speak to psychics and their involvement in solved cases, but we will say that they continue to be involved in unsolved cases. It's like, <laughs> what a coincidence. Mm, unsolved. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't still say. Unsolved. Oh. oh, my God. So shady. I know. And this was 30 years ago now, but and like things may have changed. But in that it. It did say explicitly in the report that the FBI does not hire psychics and did not plan to at the time. So, like, this is all kind of relegated to local police work. Like, you know, the I, I think when it comes to, like, the CIA, I don't know what the report said, but, like, when it comes to the CIA, the FBI, like, larger um intelligence agencies and and you know people that are cracking huge cases they're not fucking around with this shit no i mean okay if i was psychic and i really felt the urge to help look for missing people whatever yeah. go find i I, w I would go and work for the fbi like oh. i would get a job like oh. working for the fbi and i would be the most like yeah fucking senior person at the fbi or the cia or whatever because you'd I just would, be solving cases. Because I'd be psychic and I'd be like, yeah, yeah die. I know everything. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I'd be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when they question like, oh, my God, how are you so good? You'd be like, I go with my gut. Mm hmm. That's it. But Into honestly, intuition. Honestly, intuition is a very real thing. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people who, you know, maybe uh, are, are, are self-proclaimed psychics, mediums are very in tune with, you know, the intuitive part of their brains and I, I do I think that's real I really do I feel like I'm a pretty intuitive person that's why I I think I'm risk averse because of that yeah um but some would say risk averse some would just say smart with smarter. common sense common but don't sense. you think that that's what intuit like intuition is common sense yeah intuition I think so. is ha being a very good critical thinker that's yeah. all intuition is you you can like understand how things work and and kind of like quickly make sense of it. I yeah, feel like. that. But also like some things I'm just like I have a weird feeling and I I I can't like say anything. I I like doesn't and I just I, like I just like I don't know. But I think that's just because our brains are so deep. Like, like you're just it's like not a it's like aware. a lizard brain thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Like you totally. know, if you like took five minutes and you were wrote down or something like in those moments, what was weird to you about a situation? The the information would be there, and that's what detectives are good at. Mm -hmm. Like that, a good detective can can like take a second and like kind of do a three sixty type 
thing and understand like what's out of place, what feels weird, and then follow that. Yeah. And that's all I think intuition is. It's not some like magic thing, I don't think. But yeah, maybe that's just me. Well, all magic is is, is science that hasn't been explained yet. So oh, there you go. Um, or so- l- illusions or sleight mm-hmm. of hand. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, so you know, though, we couldn't talk about this topic of of psychics and mediums without bringing up the biggest fraud oh of all time, Miss <laughs> Sylvia Brown. This fucking bitch. <laughs> Fuck. Bane of my fucking teen afternoon existence okay it's like you come home there's a talk show on she's on it i can't roll my eyes hard enough i'm like i just want to see paternity tests i just want to see fucking favorite things get me out of here yeah bitch i'm trying to like be like you you bullied me in high school and look how hot i am yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like or or like i'm scared of corn and then they're like (laughs) here's corn yeah Exactly. And then this <laughs> this fucking asshole comes on TV and you're like, God, this <sighs> shit again. I don't want to watch this bitch. Sylvia I guess Brown. I'll do my fucking homework. Yeah. God. <laughs> she this woman was a self-proclaimed mm. psychic, quote unquote, psychic medium who frequently made pronouncements that were later found to be false, including those related to missing persons. You okay. don't say. <laughs> this shit is so fucking heinous. Okay, despite her f- harmful fuckery, she was still invited to be a regular guest on television and radio shows, yeah. including the Montel Williams show and Larry King Live and, mm-hmm. you know, a slew of other, like, daytime talk shows. Yeah. Uh, she also hosted an hour-line hour-long online radio show on Hay House Radio. Mm. Um, And she remained pretty famous until her death in 2013. Mm. Um, So I'm going to be extremely disrespectful right now (laughs) and say this trash-ass moron didn't even predict her own death properly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fucked up to laugh about it. But I'm going to be very disrespectful. Why is it fucked up, dude? She made her fucking living off of telling people she knew she could see the future and this bitch died 10 years early. Okay. I hate this bitch, so I don't even feel bad. She literally went on Larry King Live in in 2003 and predicted she would die at the age of 88. Uh, but she died in 2013 at the age of 77. Oh, my God. When I tell you I guffawed <laughs> at this shady ass tidbit in the it was a list of her, quote, false predictions. This was like in the list. I was her dying. Own death? Yeah. Oh, my God. This stupid idiot. OK. <sighs> OK. Well, I was going to say her her Wikipedia page. So like I, I was I checked out her Wikipedia page. The list of false predictions on her page is second only behind the list of books. She fucking probably self-published. No, she probably had help with them. Yeah. And if that doesn't scream self-made fraud, I don't know what does. So I think it's perfectly fine if we shit all over her. Oh, no. <laughs> We're, I'm going to tell you some of the worst things she did. Okay. They're so bad. She oh sucks, dude. Oh, I was going to say also, speaking of Larry King, I just want to call out this like hero, like my new hero, who we should absolutely do a, an episode on. Um, one of her biggest and vocal 
like most vocal skeptics was a magician named James Randi, which sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but he is more was more of a magician from the sleight of hand angle of things. He didn't believe in like real magic or anything, but he founded what was called the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry. And basically, uh, he spent his life challenging and debunking pseudoscience bullshit. Yes. Yes. And he was on the Larry King show and he had been challenging people famously. He challenged um, this guy, Peter Popoff, on the Johnny Carson show and debunked oh. him as a faith healer. Like, knew he was like, You're using some sort of energy like thing. Like you yeah. have a device, I can prove it. And he fucking mm-hmm. debunked it on the Larry on um Johnny Carson. So that was a long time ago. And so like he kept this work up for a long time. And then he was on Larry King and Larry King's like, What about debunking this woman, Sylvia Brown? And he's like, Yes, I want to debunk her. Like she is wild. And she agreed to it. And then she just kept um like avoiding him until she died <laughs> but then what Maybe I, that's why she died early because she didn't want to get debunked like, by him i can't do this for 11 more years yeah. um what i love about this man though he's so petty that after the first time she said she'd do it and he, she was like evading him he put on his fucking geocities website or whatever it was at the time um a uh not a countdown, but a count up clock where like it was calculating all the time that had passed since she said she would do it and she hadn't. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's so fucking petty. I, I know, love it. I, I love, love it. him. He he died in twenty twenty, but he made it to like ninety seven, ninety eight, bitch. Oh, and she didn't see god that coming. Bless. I, yeah, yeah, she didn't he's see an that shit coming. <laughs> nope, she didn't. Oh my god. Well, I'll tell you why this bitch is in hell right now because. Okay. <laughs> And, t- and I don't feel bad about talking shit on her. Um, yeah, she sucks. In 2002, she told the parents of 11-year-old Sean Hornbeck, who had disappeared earlier th- that year, that he'd been kidnapped by a dark-skinned hi- Hispanic man with dreadlocks and was now deceased. Oh. Um, he was found alive in 2007, oh! and his kidnapper was a con- Caucasian and short-haired oh! man. Uh, not only was she loud and wrong, she was also racist as fuck. Oh my God. I like literally like just the worst. Imagine telling a distraught family this shit to their faces, like saying to somebody's face, you know, sorry, your son's dead and a Mexican kidnapped and killed him. <laughs> like literally like she just, oh. she said that to them. Um, I, it's on site for me. When I find out, like when my son comes back home and she's still alive, I will, I would, I would just tear her apart. I'd oh, be, yeah. in de- I'd be I'd in jail. Terrorize her. I I'd would go, terrorize I'd her. go on Larry King and predict her death. <laughs> it's the moment she sees my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh so she, she God. said this like on uh, an episode of Montel Williams to this family's oh, no. face. And so this shit was so heinous that in June of 2008, the UK television network ITV2 was sanctioned by Ofcom for re-airing the episode <gasps> of the Montel Williams show, which featured this uh, this oh, episode fuck. of her predicting this to yeah. the family. Uh, this episode was literally so offensive and wrong that the UK government was like, no love. <laughs> Fuck off. And oh, love. my God. Yeah. They were like, uh, they're like, listen, we have a whole newspaper where we publish trash 
and this is offensive. It's called the Daily Mail. Okay. It's called the Daily Mail. It is salacious. We tell so many lies in there. We've actually killed one of our own princesses, but this is just too heinous to re-air. Yeah. Like, get this trash off the air. Yeah. They're like, it's, you know it's bad when we say it's bad. That's bad. Uh, that's bad. That even, yeah. They're like, who's, like, I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, and then she did that shit again. In November oh of 2004, Brown told the mother of kidnapping kidnapping victim Amanda Berry who had disappeared 19 months earlier quote she's not alive honey oh no she also claimed that um that Amanda Berry was quote in water and that she had a vision of Berry's jacket in the garbage with quote DNA on it what the fuck does that mean uh and then like blood yeah like blood or something yeah Yeah. and uh, Amanda Berry's mother died two years later uh, in, in 2006, believing that her daughter had been killed. Uh, spoiler, Amanda Berry was found alive in May of 2013. <gasps> she was one of the um, the guy, the, that, remember the... Um, oh, oh, yeah, the guy with the basement? Yeah. She, like, ran out from the basement and, and, and like, flagged down a neighbor? And two yeah. other... Uh, God, what was that guy's name? Anyway, it was an insane story. Oh, my God. And, like, the, uh one or two of them had been like uh impregnated by him right right uh it was yeah Wait, and when did sylvia die in 2013 also yeah yeah i wonder if she was alive though when that woman was freed yeah i don't know it's <gasps> that was a crazy crazy thing though oh my god um, yeah so this this her mom died thinking she had she was dead i wonder oh you my know god. like that's sad. Uh, it's so sad. I mean, she probably would have died thinking she's dead anyway because she was missing. I mean, you know. I don't know. Maybe people die of broken hearts, you know? Yeah, people die of broken hearts. People yeah. die of broken hearts. No, it's fucked up. I mean, it's it's fucked up. I, I Those things are like separate. Sylvia Brown is in hell for this shit, okay? Yeah, yeah. She was, I mean, the fact that you have the gall to just like go fucking lie to these people's faces and it's people, okay, Whatever. I think it's fair to say that if she hadn't died, she probably wouldn't have been able to predict COVID. And she probably (laughs) would have been on some of one of her cruises. She would have been on like one of her cruises when COVID hit. And she would have died on one of those cruises where she was charging people thousands of dollars to like give them psychic readings anyway. And that would have been a blessing as well. But like, dude, she fucking... She sucked. She sucked. And yeah. Absolute trash. It's so aggravating that people just for attention are out here just blatantly lying to people knowing full and well, unless they have some sort of like, you know, mental illness where they think they can talk to people, which maybe, but you know, otherwise these people are just lying and it's upsetting. So, yeah, I, I just it's just a lot of people who want to be involved somehow in yeah. something bigger than them, I think. Um, sure. So, of course, when very public disappearances happen, because this like this happens all the time. This is like Sylvia Brown is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like when very public disappearances happen, a.k.a. when white girls are white women go missing Mm -hmm. people come out of the woodwork to yell into the fbi tip lines about their psychic visions uh big air quotes on psychic visions um for example in washington dc when intern chandra levy went missing on may 1st in 2001 psychics from around the world yeah uh provided tips i can't imagine how many tips the fbi got uh 
but people were calling in from all over the world suggesting that her body would be found in places such as the basement of a Smithsonian storage building, the Potomac River, buried in the Nevada desert, just like all these random fucking things. Yeah. Um, And of course, each tip really led nowhere. A little more than a year after her disappearance, she her body was found accidentally by a man walking his dog in Rock Creek Park. Um, And I'm just I'll say this again later, but when law enforcement gets a million tips like this, like when when a huge uh, case like this is in the media and people call in with all these like, you know, wrong tips wrong information it takes resources and time away from investigators because they have to go down the rabbit hole with some of these tips because they have to follow up on anything that sounds plausible like I said in the beginning yeah you know there's stuff that is off the charts batshit but sometimes they do still have to follow up on it but you know sometimes some of it's so mundane that they're like okay it doesn't even matter. Just the just the yeah. volume of calls. Just yeah. the like admin aspect of it is time consuming. Yeah. Um, yeah. And another ho- high profile case uh, example of a high profile case was the disappearance of Elizabeth Smart. Oh yeah. Um, when she went missing in, in June of two thousand two, the police received as many as nine thousand tips from psychics. And other people uh, saying they had visions and dreams. And that was their source of their information. Um, And so responding to these tips took, quote, many police hours, according to Salt Lake City Police Chief Lieutenant Chris Burbank. Um, And (sighs) Elizabeth Smart's dad said, Ed Smart said, the family did not get any valuable information from psychics. Um, And Elizabeth Uh, Smart. uh, No doubt. Yeah, no fucking shit. And uh, Elizabeth Smart was was found because, um, you know, people out on the street, just like observant people, yeah, recognized her abductor from a police f- photograph, yeah. And no psychic was ever credited with finding Elizabeth Smart. Period. Oh my God, Sylvia Brown had, uh, she she had like tips for both these two, and they turned out to be wrong. Of course, she did. Yeah. She had a lot to say about both these cases as well. Yeah, and and she got a platform to say them on, which yeah, is yeah, just yeah. which is so such a mess. ridiculous. But that's, I mean, that's fucking. This is the thing that like really grinds my gears or whatever mm-hmm. is like the nine thousand tips that they have to fucking wade through that are garbage. Nine thousand psychic tips. I had a dream. This is what happened in my dream. Fucking, you don't even know her, and you live in, you know, you live across the country. Like, it's so wild to me. It's just like, oh god, what a waste of time and the hubris, the ego, the just the desire to insert yourself into something that is very serious, very emotional. Yeah. Um. Look, I. I'm not like a lover of law enforcement no. by any means, but like I, you gotta let detectives do their jobs. Well, you and know? it's not about them; it's about the families who are missing. Exactly. It's all the time is valuable because mm-hmm. it's a a moment that could be important to like cracking this case. So it's not even about the law enforcement, right? It's like this is all mucking up a reunion of like 
a, a, a kid and their family or you know or a person and their loved ones or whatever or or if you know there is like credible information out there how it's got to filter through all this shit first you know what I mean like yeah it's getting like everything gets muddled when you like throw a bunch of when you flood the zone with shit so (laughs) it's just so (sighs) I know it's very upsetting um it's so upsetting so, uh, but I still like. I still want to believe. I still wish that like this was a real thing. So, I I still am like wondering: Are psychics real? And who's no. to say? I am. <laughs> There's definitely been some compelling cases, uh, for sure. But these are extremely rare. Like where it's just like a coincidence. Yeah, maybe a broken clock can be right. right. Like, but it's like very specific shit where it's like, there's no fucking way. Like, all the all the information seems like. But even in the most compelling cases, once all the facts come out and once you read past the clickbaity headlines of whatever yeah. media is reporting on it, like so many newspapers, once they find out that a psychic has been involved in a police investigation, they're gonna like write a ton of headlines and like copy and paste whatever bullshit information somebody's putting out there but if you read past all that and like actually find the facts it turns out that the psychic is not as magical as people want to believe um so the reason psychics seem so real and seem to be like finding all these like crazy coincidences or whatever that people or or are finding things that are missing from a seasoned police detectives investigation is because of confirmation bias usually mm-hmm. uh it's it's our natural tendency to favor information to c- confirm our beliefs yeah um also could be wishful thinking which is the act of making decisions based upon what is appealing rather than reasoned um, you know, magical thinking or wishful thinking is, it's much more prefer- preferable to reality sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and making decisions based upon, you know, what you want rather than what is real is, yeah. is <sighs> like what you want to be real versus people watch real. too many movies. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then what also happens is retro is a thing called retrofitting, mm. which is, uh, is this is like a tactic that psychics use is re- retroactively refining specifics of a prediction after the facts are revealed. So it's yeah, like, sure. It's like selective, uh, In hindsight, you could look back and be like, Oh look, and weren't these things connected and this, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, they weren't at the time, but I yeah. guess if you look backwards, yeah. And so the act of reinterpreting vague and and nebulous statements made by psychic detectives is also referred to as the multiple out Mm. Um, because you could make anything fit into your narrative if you just take if you just cherry pick like facts. Yeah. Um, And which is why, like, I think like this podcast. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it, it's just like watching the news and being like savvy about, you know, media and understanding yeah. like, OK, what is being told to me is right. Like very, you know, it's crafted. It's very crafted. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so also like psychics take advantage of all these all these like uh, cognitive limitations, I guess, mm. and they practice uh, something called cold reading, which mm. creates the illusion of knowing specific information. It's just like it's a it's like a con man's yeah. Uh, that's uh, what this is. They're yeah. all grifters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever met a psychic that isn't like a celebrity psychic that like doesn't live in a dusty ass studio apartment like, you know, like with like 30 cats and is just like a fucking grifter. Like the, that's like the trope, you know, of what is a wrong medium. With having 30 cats. First, it's of all. too many cats. It's too many cats. <laughs> In a first uh, studio apartment, you live in a fucking barn or something. Yeah, it's fine. rude to have the cats. thirty cats. Yeah, but listen, thirty cats in a studio apartment. You know, and the curtains are closed, and they're just eating like dry cereal out of a bowl, out of a dirty bowl. I feel like there's like a trope, and you're just like, this doesn't make sense. Why don't all psychics have like wonderful, luxurious lives if they can like predict the future? That's the thing. I think um, if you use it. If you use your intuition to yeah. better your own life, you know, you're going to be yeah. okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably like they would say, they'd probably tell you like, well, I can't choose what I see. But then it's like, you be, you can because you're going and talking to this person and you're telling them exactly what they want to hear. Like, yeah, and I, you, you're reaching their loved one. But if you can't, like, how does that work? Uh, whatever. I'm in the yeah. weeds. I'm in the weeds. <laughs> well, and... and <laughs> You know, police detectives and other authors say that psychic detectives appear successful due to making common sense or high probability predictions. Yeah. yeah. Such as finding bodies at dump sites or, quote unquote, near water is what a lot of, you know. Yeah. Where they dump bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again. Um. <laughs> again, a broken clock can be right twice. Uh, yeah. And... You know, people have seen way too many movies and are just taking a lot of tropes from what they've seen and what they want to. I don't know. It's just. Yeah. It's so silly. (sighs) I don't know. I. I, Predict some fucking cool shit, you know. I was reading an interview with a uh, pretty famous uh, psychic. Well, he's like. On the more famous side, I guess. Uh, his name is uh, Troy. What's his last name? Uh, it's the a vice. psychic. Yeah. Troy Griffin. Oh. He, I was reading a Vice article with him. And it's um, so much vagary. So much like. Yeah, of course. It's, it's just like he's seems respectful of, you know, law enforcement and families and their wishes but it's also just like you have to be you're you're still trying to like make a buck from this yeah you know this is this is what this is what i was just gonna say you still you have to be nice and respectful and like really turn it on for all these families and shit because otherwise they don't want you there Mm -hmm. like you have to cultivate a positive experience and kind of tell them things that they want to hear And that's what you're intuiting, you know? It's like Mm -hmm. you're kind of – they're probably really good at reading people's faces and their body language so that they can kind of adjust with what – like with the story they're weaving. You know what I mean? So that it's like – Well, a lot of 
this information on his website is like it's actually like pretty it's not it's not like a lot of it is not a lot of the information he does give to families is not like um positive sometimes like he'll be like pre he like he already like mm, he fair. primes he primes the pump to be like don't like I'm sorry you're you might not hear things that you want to hear you know you're, yeah, you're, yeah, or yeah, you're yeah. gonna hear things that you might not want to hear you're gonna you know you, you know maybe you're gonna be disappointed like it's just like I don't know it's that's fair but you okay this is the thing because like the Melissa Joan Hart one I'll just talk about it for a second mm-hmm. the the I think what the guy was doing really well was reading emotion. So so you're able to quickly see if you struck a nerve. And the thing about people who have lost a loved one is all that stuff is raw. So it's coming up easier. You're not talking to someone about fucking, oh, and I think uh, these... I think someday you might pick these lottery numbers or whatever, like something very benign. You're like, okay, and this person who you loved that was probably like a close relative or a a husband or a kid or whatever, you know, your kid you lost or your parent or whatever. And so all of a sudden all your emotions come online and then they can like kind of they can tell if things aren't resonating with you and they'll go, okay, well, maybe that's nothing. And then they'll like quickly try and find something else it's so manipulative it's so gross and it just makes me wonder like are these people like sociopaths i i think so i think a lot of them are right i think think a lot of them are are because they're so good at reading people and and this is the thing it's like you could just be a salesman or yeah you know literally anything else you don't need to like insert yourself into anybody's life like be a good friend to the people in your life like you could just be a good friend you could just be a good friend you could be a good partner you could be you know go out and like network and make you know connections like whatever I if you be a TED talker yeah if you're really if you're really like doing this for the good of everybody like yeah go get a real job go like be a be a um you know, a motivational speaker or yeah, that's what I'm a, saying. Yeah, or, 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 or yeah, or like, you know, go do something where this, you can, you know, a career uh, coach. scratch this itch of yours, a career yeah. coach. Yes. A hundred percent. Cause yeah. on this guy's website, he like talks, he's, it's not just about like finding, you know, missing yeah. people it's, or, or, or talking to families that have missing relatives. It's like anything, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's like, okay, this guy, like, could just be a life coach and, you know, and tap into that kind of common sense vein and, and yeah. read people's emotions, whatever. And make these connections. But also, like, if you really feel the need to, like, help people, like, you wouldn't be charging people for it. You know, yeah. you wouldn't be trying to make a buck off of it. You wouldn't have you wouldn't, like, seek media for it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I know that it's a very popular job. I know, you know, lots of people believe it and go to it. I think, you know, obviously I think it's all dumb and I I don't really have any interest in it. But if people want to believe in that stuff, like good for them. I mean, you know, I would never like 
change my life based on anything a psychic told me. But if you need like a little bit of pep in your step and some motivation to get out there and, you know, live your life, like, yeah. sure, like, let them tell you that you're something good's going to happen to you or whatever. Like, well, whatever. because a lot of times they're already telling they're telling you something you already know innately. Yeah. About whatever it is, whatever situation they're not going to tell you 100 percent accuracy anything yeah. about your life no 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 they're gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna yeah. hit on some stuff maybe that's like pretty like close to home for sure and you know but a lot of that is again confirmation bias magical thinking common yeah. sense um and just if something seems out of left field like they're probably wrong but also like <laughs> You know, maybe yeah. it's something that is subconscious that you don't even aren't even paying attention to about yourself. But somebody uh, who is a third party observer can see that shit. That's what I was just going to say, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the thing that's helpful and it is in like a career coach vibe is if you're going like I know like Whitney Cummings, a comedian, I think I read her book and like she talked about there's like a, a famous like medium or or whatever psychic in LA that like a lot of celebs go to or whatever she's like really hard mm -hmm. to get into and I think the purpose of that is to have someone tell you maybe something you haven't thought of mm -hmm. you know like a, a path or something that like you didn't think of and it's just because you're kind of closed off and the purpose is to kind of open you up to other possibilities mm -hmm. which it's very hard to do on your own, you know, like sometimes mm -hmm. you do need a little bit of a push to have someone kind of like turn you a little mm -hmm. bit to be like, hey, look, like this could be a potential path. And you're like, oh, my God, I didn't even think that these could come together in that way. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm like, OK, it's entertainment. That's what it is. It's entertainment. And I think as long as everyone understands that and it's like a, a fun little thing and you're not fucking making huge life decisions or inundating a tip line with garbage that you get from that then i think fine what's the harm everyone's adults do whatever the fuck you want but when it comes to uh helping a family locate the body of their loved one yeah that they think is missing you know just leave that shit to the professionals yeah like the actual professionals the act like it just yeah stay out of it yeah don't don't hire a psychic either <laughs> like you're gonna set yourself up for disappointment again i'm gonna say my motto yep manage your expectations and you'll never be disappointed mm -hmm. if i go missing do not hire a psychic to look for me hire a fucking pi that's where you go that's where that's what you do that's where you put your money i mean maybe i want to just stay missing you know oh oh <laughs> I'd rather We're gonna have to leave behind a sign of some kind like a I'm note gonna... that says don't come find me yeah <laughs> no no I, I I just you know I I don't want to joke about that because it's 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 serious but like yeah I, I the shit is fucked up on a lot of levels I just think that there's a lot of ego involved there's a lot of yeah. look if somebody has a real ability that is like beyond anything that's like can be explained uh, great you know 
God bless. I hope they're out there doing the best work possible. Yeah. But also, I just, I don't know. But they're not. But they're, <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. You never I, know. I always leave, I will always leave room. I'll always leave an open door. I'll always leave an open mind for everything. Yeah. Um, but this, for the most part, historically, it is a bad time for everybody. So, yeah. Well, and we'll get more into, I think, in our Patreon episode about like how a lot of these like celebrity and like well-known mediums mm-hmm. exploit people. Mm-hmm. So we'll get more into that. But as far as them helping the police goes, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> If anything, they hurt. They hurt the investigation because yeah, they muck uh, it up. They're like a fucking uh, fatberg in the in the pipeline of detective work. Yep, yep. There, there has been many documented cases of of psychic mediums getting involved in a case, like hired by a family, and they lead police on a wild goose chase. They'll be yeah. like look over here in this area or this happened, I think maybe. And it'll take time and resources away from the investigation. So she loved to run. She's at a Dick sporting goods in their shoe department. Go. And then they get there and they're like, she's not here. If anybody ever says that's like a psychic about me that I love to run. They're full of shit. They're full of shit. Yeah. And no, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. Yeah. Listen, if I'm ever missing, you know where I am? I'm at like a fucking charcuterie restaurant. Oh, yeah. I'm at like a fucking charcuterie restaurant in Vegas and I have pasta on the way. Yeah. Or you're in New Orleans. Yeah, I'm in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like listening to live music. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Probably drinking a hurricane. Yeah. And also eating charcuterie. Also eating charcuterie. Yeah. I made pasta for lunch today. It was I fucking cut up some salami and I put it in the pan. It got all hot Mm. and it like released its fat. It like rendered the fat. And then I threw some tomatoes in Mm. and some arugula. And then I mixed in the pasta and it made like this like sauce, you know, like with Mm. some pasta water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my ancestors were smiling on me. And then I put (laughs) fucking grated Parmesan cheese all over it. It was the fucking best pasta I don't even follow recipes anymore. I just go. Oh, I, I never just channel do. it like a medium. I just go ancestors. Show me the way. And then I go. Yeah, bitch, I made this. They told me what to put in here. Just keep splashing pasta water in there. Yeah. And cheese. Mm. Pasta and water cheese. and Parmesan. Ooh, what bitch. else do you need? And butter, you know. And butter. Yeah. And cracked oh, pepper. And cracked pepper. There you go. That's the best kind of pasta. Listen, All right. It's a uh, follow your intuition. Yeah. Um, go to our website. It's DTFUpodcast. Follow your intuition to our website. Mm-hmm. Follow your intuition to our online store where you can buy a favorite things mug. It'll hold all your hopes and dreams. Not your butthole, but it does say butthole on the side. <laughs> Aaron's really hamming it up if you're not watching the video. She's just... um. Oh, and today we have Aaron Saul from the podcast DTFU modeling our favorite things mug. Wow. 
It's so pleasing. It's so, oh, ooh. <laughs> oh, is the liquid hot? It can be hot or cold. Blow on it. It's too hot. <laughs> Oh my I'm god. Done, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Website, uh, patreon.com slash DTFU podcast. Uh awesome. social meds. Yeah. Yeah. At DTFU Podcast everywhere. Yeah. And uh hey, listen here. Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Bye. Bye.